Well, welcome everybody uh, back to the third episode of the Slow Mo Show. Uh, today, I have the honor of sitting down with Charlie. What does Charlie do? That is a very good question. He does a lot of things. Um, he currently is out in LA uh, participating in film school. He is in the middle of working on a lot of projects, uh, which is included, but not limited to directing, acting, uh, various YouTube work, uh, doing skits and other productions over there. Um, let's see, what else? Charlie, you are doing a lot of things at the moment. It's hard to to narrow it down what exactly you're up to, but is there anything you want to add to that, that list? Hello, Philip. My name is Charlie Sitarski. I am a director, actor, and writer in Los Angeles, California, United States of America, located on the continent of North America. My favorite filmmakers are Quentin Tarantino, Taika Waititi, and Denis Villeneuve. I recently finished shooting a short film called Disaster at Gilbert's, and in November I'm directing my thesis film, Melatonin Dreams. Happy to be here and yay gaming give it up for gaming woo. Thank you, Charlie, for uh, that lovely introduction of yourself. So what are we going to be talking about today? Today we will be discussing more Charlie's decision, recent decision, uh, to kind of take a step away from gaming. Uh, I managed to kind of lure him back into this world uh, just for this episode, so we are getting a very special look into Charlie's Charlie's life away from gaming. Um, we're going to kind of ask questions around why he's kind of made that decision, uh, as well as how does he incorporate play in his life outside of video games? Obviously, as we've discussed previously, there are a lot of options to play, what that looks like in your life. And so what is, how has Charlie kind of used that in his life as a, not necessarily a replacement, but in tandem uh, and then continuing to grow? What else are we going to talk about? Engaging with others. But he made the decision to head out to LA with virtually um, knowing virtually nobody out there and just decided, you know what, let's do this in the middle of a pandemic um, and see how it goes and kind of had a, I'll let you speak a little bit into that if you, if you want to, uh, but had a, a very large hurdle to get over of trying to figure out and navigate a new space completely in a different area and have to figure out, you know, what is, what does life look like here in LA and how do I, get connected to people uh in a brief way yeah i'm just chilling i, I forgot it's, how much i love chopping down yeah, it's very satisfying i mean in video games yeah i don't know i went through you know a lot of trying to get adjusted to the new situation and not be meeting people in uh or you know wanting to meet people but not being able to because of the pandemic um, and causing things to be closed down but you know things have turned around in quite the yeah Opposite so i've direction. heard so i've heard i'm excited so. to to get into that um so we will start off where we have started the last couple episode of this show um but what forms of play do you prefer uh is it sports video games board games outdoor activities etc yeah outdoor activities i think it's been outdoor activities since early 2020 before even mm -hmm. before i moved to la i don't know i think yeah for a long time it was you know gaming up until like i said uh let's say yeah i'd say summer 2020 actually um and then it's more like you know certain people that came to my life and just sort of how our, the group of people i was with changed and evolved over the years 
it ended up leaving to 2020 where we were like, you know, when we were getting together, instead of like just sitting around the house playing video games, because we can do that from, from away while we're at, we're at each other's home, we're at our own homes, we can play video games no matter what we yeah. want, no matter how often we want on uh, computers and stuff on the internet. So when we get together for a while, it was like, oh, let's get together and play like mm-hmm. Mario Kart or something. But uh, and it, it, then in like 2020, it became let's get together and like go to the dunes or go to Starved Rock or go to, uh, I don't know, yeah. golf. So the, the adventures kind of got bigger and bigger as time went on. And that partially made, that's partially what made moving to LA a little bit difficult at first because I uh, didn't have anyone mm-hmm. to do that with. So like basically I'd go out to like Griffith Park or something alone which is just not the same as going with the group there is something pleasant and nice about having oh i well i'm already exhausted would have known there is something pleasant and nice to be able to have that space on your own but when that's your only option it can be very daunting and overwhelming especially when you've just made this massive move so you've talked a little bit about this just in answering the previous question, but do you prefer to gauge and play by yourself or with others? With others, I get depressed on my own pretty fast. So yeah, with others, which is partially why filmmaking is so good for me because it's so cool to me because uh, it's like, you know, the Mm -hmm. ultimate form of collaboration for me. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later of how that form of collaboration and team building and things like that have been, uh, an impact on on your life so then how long and how frequently do you engage in your form of play so um you've talked about engaging in outdoor activities as well as kind of the collaboration of of filmmaking um and again i don't necessarily want to like i I don't ever in this conversation want to like quote unquote minimize filmmaking to be play like when i when i use that term i in use it as more an endearing term of the sense that play is not a childish thing as adults we in in part of our growth and growing up play just changes and adapts and a lot of those things can be incorporated but filmmaking is play especially acting acting is literally play like they said you you can't the best actor are the one actors are the ones who can bring out their inner child and just not be you know shape can just like sort of toss aside everything they already know and just dive into the world of this character that's just in in its base form is play but in terms of that what are some benefits that you've seen in your life because of your play habits well like instead of just you know sitting around doing no offense but in nine to five i'm uh, actually doing things i enjoy because that's to me what play is and um but I'm really good at doing what I like and I have that motivation Mm -hmm. and that drive and all that so like I'm not gonna pursue something I don't want to do and what I want to do is play to me and like filmmaking is play to me so that's what I want to do I could make not I could make like very Mm -hmm. very little money but still be like in filmmaking and playing and i would be a lot happier than if i was making yeah. a crap ton of money so you're, you're very much of the perspective of 
pursue your dreams first and foremost. Well, no, you gotta you gotta follow your dreams. And a wise a wise gentleman by the name of James DeAngelis of Sugar Pine Seven fame said, "Follow your dreams or else, because you have to." Yeah, and I think that really ties into what we talked about last week um, with our guest Andrew of kind of setting goals and either whether it was realistic or you know follow your dreams and it was a a combination of the both of those of you know you want to create goals that align with your dreams but are also you know realistic to achieve um what are some negative effects that you've seen in your life because of your gaming habits i don't feel very productive when i put when i'm playing them i used to feel a little bit productive just like making youtube videos playing games because yeah. I'm like, oh this will go somewhere and mm-hmm. then you know it, it doesn't like now whenever i play a video game even if i'm recording it i feel very unproductive yeah. generally even when i'm recording it i know i'm not gonna like the video because i'm never happy yeah. with gaming videos that i make um like i tried that series yeah. lumber along or whatever but it was just like i'm just making another gaming video when i would could rather be making like a short film or hosting a hosting an event like you know the upcoming murder mystery video which is actually something that i'm i had a lot mm-hmm. of fun and i'm having a lot of fun making um and it's like i'd rather be doing that than than making gaming videos like i'm not saying that gaming is a bad thing gaming was a big part of my life um like i've been playing games since i was like in third or fourth grade starting with like pokemon and mario kart and all that um but like you know you just get to a point where you could probably accomplish a lot more a lot sooner in a lot less time if you're not spending it all gaming Hmm. and i think it really does carry into kind of our next topic what we were talking about like why why have you set the games aside and it's it's really because well, one, your interests have changed, um, but two, you've realized that like cutting back on your gaming habits has opened up a lot of other opportunities for you to engage in, and you're actually doing stuff that you enjoy more than playing video games. It's only been like two or three weeks since, like you know, my uh, since like I haven't since I set gaming aside, I guess. Yeah. Um, and honestly, what originally started it was. Um, was just lack of time. I had a lot to get done. I had classwork to catch up on because of things like moving from apartment to apartment, mm-hmm. and then, and then, um, and then, like you know, so I fell behind classwork, which I had to catch up on. I had a concept trailer that I had to put together for in order to help try and sell a feature film that I that I'm writing, and then uh, you know I had this short film coming up. I had to do prep work like casting and shot lists and all that stuff. So it's just, there was a lot going on that I just didn't have time for gaming. And then when I, now that it's all kind of calmed down, cause we finished the shoot Tuesday was our last day of shooting. So we finished filming that. And now things have sort of slowed down a little bit. I'm getting into like the prep work for me, uh, the prep work for my thesis film, mm-hmm. Melatonin Dreams. So like I'm creating the storyboard, casting. And for um, those who, who don't know, could you explain what a thesis film is? It's basically like the big project you make at the end of your um, film school time at film school. So you know I'm starting the prep work for Melatonin Dreams, but since it's the 
since well, I'm not actually filming until November, there's not like that much of an urgency for it. I'm not in that much of a rush. Mm-hmm. Basically, I just it's just like you know. So things have slowed down a little bit, and I've like you know it's given me the time to think about games again. Yeah. But I just real, but it was like once things slowed down, I'm sitting there on my like you know I'm sitting there on my bed waking up in the morning of like where I'm like I don't have anything to do, any like urgent responsibilities to do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go. I don't want to play video games. Because normally, if I whenever I, in the past when I find myself in that situation, I want to play video games. I'm like, oh, I'll play Stardew Valley or Minecraft or Fallout or whatever. Yeah. But now I'm just like I've been so happy and excited about what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and and not and during that time without even realizing it, like video games had nothing to do with it. I wasn't thinking about how badly I wanted to play video games. All I could think about was what I actually want to do. Um, so when I, now that I'm like, you know, things have slowed down, I'm in that situation again. I'm like, okay, when's the next project? Yeah. So really it's that mindset that's changed. It's not that, and which, which really goes into the, our, our next question and topic. And we've pretty much been talking about that already, but you have kind of made the, this, the conscious decision in combination of life got busy to take this step away like there was that initial push because so many projects were due so many things were happening that you're like i don't have a choice i don't have time to do this and you had to make that conscious choice but also you found yourself once things slowed down you're just like you know what maybe i want to do something else and you didn't have that desire to want to go play games the last two years i found that i'm i've been at my happiest and most motivated when i'm outside doing things with friends or like, you know, working towards creative projects and videos and films and stuff. I'm at my happiest and most motivated when video games aren't in the picture. Mm. So that, I don't know. And like I said, I'm not trying to like, you know, say you shouldn't play video games. Yeah. Well, if that's your thing, then that's your thing. But it's not really my thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's fair. And that's why I, brought you on for today's today's show is that you know it's there are times and seasons in life where gaming can be a huge part of your life but also there are times where you need to take a step away and i think you've kind of been a, a testimony to that of you recognized that it so something it the lack of gaming brought about a change that you were happy with uh what other benefits have you seen taking your step away from gaming i have more time to like you know i've had more time to like make films and videos and stuff so like you know i'm not spending i'm not like considering gaming as something i want to spend my time with anymore so like if someone asks me to help them with their thesis film if it like, I've never had a problem saying no to, like, the opportunity to direct something or act in something. Yeah. But if someone asked me to, like, be a second AC, which is, like, you know, assistant camera, so, like, I'm, like, slapping the little slate together. Yeah. Um, I'd be like, uh, I could do that or I could play video games. But now I'm just like, get me on set. I'll meet more people, connect with those people, and that's more... Um, connections to network with later 
and even if I'm not like the one directing or or acting in it, I I still manage to make those connections with the actors and just other people in general on set. Yeah, and it helps you know networking. And I don't know. I found that I find that now that I'm not con- taking video games into consideration for my uh, time, how I'm spending time, I'm I'm just I'm finding that I'm saying yes to a lot more other things that even if they aren't as appealing on the surface, like doing being a grip for a uh, shoot or something, mm-hmm. they end up being very beneficial in the long run. Now that gaming is like very, very low on those priorities, I'm much more willing to do so many other things. Yeah. So you've really just kind of discovered what's uh, been able to discover a bunch of these other opportunities that you didn't even know were there because you were able to put gaming aside. Yeah, and like, you know, for a while I was there, I was saying like, well, there's like first like video games in the evenings or then video games on weekends when I'm not busy with something else. So then it was video games only with friends. And now it's like, if I if I want to talk to friends, even if they're distant, just, hop, I just I'll just hop in a Discord call. I don't have to play a video game with it. Mm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Because now it's like, now I'm avoiding that that the possibility now it's it's almost like at that point i'm just avoiding the possibility of getting addicted to it again and falling back into a loop where it's just becoming a little bit more of a priority than it should be all right so the rest of these questions you've kind of already addressed um you said that you think video games in general are not necessarily bad but you think there are bad applications in the sense that it can, if it's consuming a lot of your time and a lot of your energy, that's when you need to set it aside. And you found that it took, it took up almost all of your time and you were sacrificing, you know, these cool opportunities to network, even if it was a smaller role. So uh, again, we talked about this a little bit of what you've replaced video games with. Uh, and again, primarily that has just been working on various film projects and things like that but a s- hiking is another one I just, hiking i don't know just uh, yeah i don't know anything outdoors um yeah just you want to expound uh, on uh, that it's, it's it's la it's always sunny out why would i spend every every second of of this of time indoors when it's always nice out yes at this point if it rains i'd go outside anyway because like that's a that's a rare sight yeah so what form of play do you use for relaxation hiking walking i don't know i find that relaxing um with or without friends um either way because it helps clear my mind um being in nature like you know i'll go to griffith park because it's close mm-hmm. but if i re- to rex even more i found this place called franklin canyon and it's just like you know it's really small woods because it's la so there's not a lot of woods but small woods surrounded by mountain with a lake in the middle and it's like the only place with water in all of socal besides the ocean yeah but that's pretty cool okay and i'll just go there chill with the ducks i don't know (laughs) it's more exciting than like video game it's more it's more like relaxing but also like exciting at the same time to me because uh you know you see something different for starters it's la so like you don't know if you'll see a crackhead one day but then like you know just a run into a nice a person with a dog that i get to pet because i've done that before yeah so like i was like oh that's a nice dog and then the dog will remember me when i circle around the lake and see it again um 
And then, uh, or, or, you know, I'll see like a crackhead, which is always also exciting. You don't ever know if they might like, you know, you don't know if they have danger. I saw, I saw, I was walking to school one day and there was this, there was this guy on like jacked up on something. He just pull, picks up this parking meter and starts swinging around like a pool noodle. And I'm like, <laughs> man, <laughs> Whoa. That, that guy, that guy's dangerous, but I walked yeah. past him anyway. It was pretty chill. <laughs> well, that's good. But so it's a lot of outdoor stuff is what you've been able to kind of find your 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 piece so to say but yeah no it's it's about outdoors and like the beach is always nice i was there with uh one of my friends and um we went to like the beach for the first time i was there at the beach for like the first time in like three or four months um and i'm like it's cool to just sit here listen to the seagulls so our first question here with switching the topic to engaging with others kind of has to do with your primary space for engaging with it, with them. But are you or do you take time for yourself or are you always trying to be with people? What's kind of your balance between the two of that? I would much rather be with people than alone nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm not. I'm like... I don't hate alone time. I would absolutely hate it if it was the only time, if I was never seeing other people. Yeah. But like, I don't hate it, it and I'm not like opposed to it. Um, but like, if someone wants to get together or I have time, I will generally try to, I will basically always say, yeah, sure, let's get together and hang out. And um again i think that's largely like a mental health thing for me because Mm. um when i feel when i'm with someone i don't i mean this is obvious but when i'm with someone i don't feel alone yeah and when i'm alone it's just me and my thoughts and you know some days those thoughts are creative ideas that i'm planning on writing and i'll sit down and write and all that and plan out stuff and sometimes those thoughts are, what if this happened? What if I did this differently? Or what if, what if I didn't say no to that girl in seventh grade? And, um, you know, things like that, that like, what if that I don't necessarily want to think about. And, you know, I've, I end up like having to like force myself to be like, no, you made the right decision. You're in the right place. You've, mm. you've think, uh, if you said yes, you would never have joined marching band, which would mean you would never have become a performer, which means you would not be like into entertaining and acting. And yeah, so that's, you know, using a specific example. Yeah. But yeah. Kind of that balance between the two is you kind of need to judge how your, your mental health is at that moment. Uh, you know, if, if you're in that kind of, quote unquote darker space of just getting caught up in your in your own thoughts trying to you know solve all of your problems or you know you're in that negative self-talk pattern Uh, you you want those opportunities to be with people it's like life is sort of like a series of ups and downs right Mm -hmm. so like right now i'm at a very high a very high point i think yeah because for starters, you know, every time I ever shot anything, I ever directed anything, um, I've walked away thinking about, ah, shoot, I should have done this differently. Or I did not do the, I did not say the right thing here, which came off very unprofessional. 
and uh it's like you know really boosting self-esteem and now i can and now i'm less i'm less of i think because of that this is like i don't know if this is going to be draw, drawing point like drawing a long line from point a to point b yeah. but i think because of that because of that uh, self-esteem boost that confidence boost i'm i'm ready to be like i'm re- i'm more ready to be a little bit alone because like you know, I'm no longer, whenever I'm alone, I'm not, I'm no longer, I haven't been, the last couple of days, I haven't been with people 24 seven. So when I'm alone, I haven't been thinking about, oh, am I really that good of a director? Am I really going to do that well? Am I really capable of anything? And now I'm just like, yeah, all right, let's do the next project. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. Let's bring it to me. Yeah. Bring it on. And, and that is, and I know, I don't think that's a long line to draw at all. I mean, it is, in in the mental health world it is valid validated that when we have healthy attachments and healthy engagements with other people our own self-esteem rises with that when we have that ability to connect with other people and develop those healthy relationships that encourage us and strive us and push us forward are we ourselves feel better about what we do we feel more confident so what you've talked about is a very like a a testimony to an evidence for that you don't want the daily routine to be something that you you dread to do um but i think you you point on that and i think you would agree with that if there are times in your life where you you have to just engage with that like sometimes that that daily grind to get the things like i i know very few people that actually enjoy going to school but you know, you have to do that in order to move to your next step. And, you know, that, that applies to work as well. Sometimes there are those jobs that you just have to work in order to get to the next thing. And you talked about this a little bit about kind of what brings you the most joy in engaging with others. And you made that connection of it brings you kind of some validation. Is there anything else that you would add to that? Um, Getting to know people and like the emotional connection, even like people I've known for a long time, there's always more to learn. And, um, like, I don't know, getting to understand people's, see, hear, hear people's stories, hear what they got to say. Um, just the camaraderie, 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 camaraderie. Okay. That word. Yep. Um, and just like, you know, laughing having a good time i don't know how to describe it super detailed specifically but basically just like you know you um and there are people who find that in video games like you know like just party games like mario kart or smash bros or even like you know competitive games like fortnite working with your team i don't know why i went to fortnite but working with your team and um just there's there's camaraderie in that and it's and i'm not denying that but for me it's just like i like to be in that physical space yeah. with people because i can feel a deeper connection that way if i can actually see them their body uh demeanor mm-hmm. their body is that word body position their body body posture. language body language yeah there mm-hmm. you go their body language says basically as much as what they verbally say um when you're communicating with someone so it's so like 
you know, you just, I, it's just that personal connection that you get that I think I like the most about engaging with people. There's something truly enriching when we're able to engage with people in our lives, whether they are close friends or new friends. Um, social connection is something that is something incredibly important. And I feel like oftentimes it just gets tossed to the side and we often forget how important it is to physically engage with the people around us. Um, how does play fit into your social, social circles? Well, like I said, my social circle is mostly filmmakers and that's just naturally play, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, as we've talked about, it, it is exciting to kind of hear how you've been able to utilize your chosen form of play as, um, as your career, really. Do you have any tips on how to maintain relationships? For me, I find that, you know, you can say the cliche, stereotypical, be yourself. Um, and I mean, that, that works, but you know, you're going to mean that will be, that's the best way to maintain relationships with people who are worth your time. If you're, if you have to be someone you aren't. So what I've, so obviously you want to be yourself, but, or you could be like me where you're kind of just like water and you take the shape of whatever's around you. Mm -hmm. I find that works a lot for me. Now I don't, <laughs> I know that sounds really like, you know, that's not exactly <laughs> the best advice that you typically hear from like your parents and other role models and all that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you want me to be honest here, right? Mm -hmm. So, so like I uh, oftentimes, you know, I get along with a lot of people very well. And, you know, there's some people I'd rather hang out with than others, but I'm capable of hanging out with a lot of different people because I'm, because I can fit many holes. No, um, I can fill many jars. Um, okay. <laughs> um, go to, you find an analogy that doesn't have, you know, sexual implications um and that works but you know what i'm trying to say if, if i may what i think you're trying <laughs> to say is that you have a very adaptable personality and that in and of itself is not a yeah, bad thing you gotta you gotta understand that people are different and if you yes. if you i think you know the advice that be just be yourself is always you know it's useful to an extent but also you got to be willing to adapt to the fact that other people are different mm -hmm. and if it's someone worth maintaining a relationship with like a like a professional partner or um or just like you know mutual friends and you don't want to like you know make hangouts really awkward because you're you don't like this guy but they're really good friends with you a really good friend of yours um you got to learn how to adapt you got to learn how to adapt and you know tolerate other people and that's like I know that's that's like a major problem that a lot of people have is that like they just they they some sometimes people are just so quick to knock other people out of their lives just because of one slight disagreement when mm -hmm. you never know what might happen if you keep that person around. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think it does. Yes, I think it really does. Um, and it's and like yeah, I you got to be adaptable. You can't just you can't just listen to like just be yourself because that that you got to be willing to work to make make relate to make relationships work you got to be willing to put in the work yourself to understand mm -hmm. other people 
connect with other people, find common ground. Cause I, I'm, I'm sure most people have at least one thing in common with most other people. What you're trying to say is that you don't necessarily need to change like the core of who you are in order to, you know, be liked by other people. Like that's, that's not what you're advocating for is, is that you need to, you need to make sure that you fit into every single friend group in order to be loved. Like that's not what you're saying. What you're saying is that you need to let go of some of these hard, fast things that you draw very hard lines on and and you need to be willing to open up and say you know what it's okay it's okay that we don't agree on certain things or certain opinions of the world but we can still be friends and we can still get along there are like people who are very stuck on one opinion and i'm like not trying to there are there are things that are objectively not good, like racism, for example. Mm-hmm. But aside, but I'm talking about like, you know, just general opinions. Like I'm going to use this as an example. I don't know how many people are out there are like this, but let's say if you like pancakes and someone else likes waffles and you hate mm-hmm. that about that person, you can't stand that that person likes waffles. Yeah. Then, and, and if you're like that with like different with like, you know, how you are and you just you automatically just block out a large chunk of people from someone you can you could possibly connect with you could otherwise be like best friends you like you could like like the same everything else but if there's that one deal breaker and again i'm not talking about like objectively bad things yes but i'm yes but i'm talking i'm just talking about like things that are like so mild that like why does this difference matter mm-hmm. um because i've seen it too many times where like we're like two people have something in common, but because they just felt differently about one thing, it's just like, yeah, no, we're not talking. Um, I don't know. It's like you, you, especially as in like film industry, you got to connect with as many people as you possibly can because you know, in the hopes that you're like, you're like tossing seeds out. If and if you're tossing seeds out when you're making connections, and if one of those sprouts, if even one of those sprouts could work out hugely in your favor. So and it's the same with like friendships. So it's like you know, you cast a wide net one of the sprouts you can blossom to like the best friendship you've ever had and yeah. i yeah it's just like you you gotta you gotta be willing to accept people are that and that you gotta be willing to accept that people aren't aren't usually going to change um and they can but it takes usually takes a long time but it's but like you gotta be willing to accept people and understand that like you know not everyone is exactly like you. I don't know. I don't know where I, I think that makes sense. I, I, don't I know. think it does. Um, and to kind of sum this conversation and kind of begin to, to bring this to a close of that there are, where, where the conversation began is that sometimes we need to take certain habits. You just destroyed my crops. What are you doing? How dare you? Um, even if people destroy your crops, you still need to love and care about them. Um, sometimes habits get in the way of potential growth, even if they are good habits. Like we've talked about, gaming in and of itself is not a bad thing. And that's kind of been a repeated topic over the last at least three episodes. But there's been this, this common theme of when you're able to put 
kind of these things that take up a, a lot of your time aside and you're able to kind of reevaluate and look at your life, you're able to see kind of other opportunities that you weren't originally, that you originally saw. And you're able to look beyond that and see, wow, I have all these skills and all these opportunities to reach out, to connect with people and, you know, do things that I'm actually really passionate about. And while I love to do this thing and in the case of, of Charlie, I, you know, I really do enjoy playing video games, but I've discovered this other thing that I, you know, enjoy doing and I'm actually really good at it. And I'm seeing that in the relationships that I have. And as Charlie has highlighted the importance of engaging with others and in that community of because he's been able to reach out and do that, he's found some incredible opportunities to to grow, to connect with others, to potentially land, to, to staff his entire uh, thesis film project here coming in November. Um, yeah, I, I think that's all the summarizing I, I really want to do for that. Was there anything else you wanted to add in terms of that before we kind of begin to wrap up? Know who you are. I mean, like, yeah, embrace other people, but also know who you are. Mm. Just like, I know that. So I know I just said, like, you know, consider being water, taking the form or whatever. Yeah. As, but there's like, you know, at times you got to also just know who you are. And sometimes you just, you just, I don't know. I know who I am. And I, and most of the time people know who I am within five minutes of meeting me because I don't really have a filter. Yeah, just, I don't know. Follow your dreams. I'll tell you, I'll say the exact same thing someone I interviewed was said. Follow your dreams. You know why? Because you have to. James DeAngelis, 2022. Yeah, so, the, so then to kind of conclude the, the, the thought portion of it, is, yeah, just love people, listen to people as our follow your dreams. Um, as uh, um, as we say here, always keep learning and keep keep playing. Just continue pursuing what you love doing, but manage it. Keep track of it. Make sure it's not consuming your life and you're missing out, potentially missing out on some really cool opportunities. Um, so Charlie, is there anything that we should know about you in regards to finding you on the social medias, on YouTube, things like that? Anything that yeah, we can my name promote is for just, you? My name is just Charlie Satarsky on every single platform. I'm literally the only Charlie Satarsky. So as long as you know how to spell my last name, which you should be able to based on the title of this video, I'd imagine. Um, you will find me on Instagram, Twitter, which I don't really use that much anymore, but Instagram, YouTube, um, anything else that I exist on. Like, I, I started a TikTok recently, for better or worse. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. And then Melatonin Dreams is my thesis film. It'll be premiering at some point and hopefully making it to festivals. All right. Well, Charlie, thanks again for being willing to sit down with me and just have this conversation in regards to relationships, having to put gaming aside for a time being. Um, but yeah, that will wrap it up for today's episode of the Subliminal Show. Uh, as always, you can find us on uh, pretty much all of the social media platforms that Charlie just shouted out. We are on there as well. So go ahead and give us a follow. Yeah, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Um, 
Yeah. As as Charlie and and uh, uh, DeAngelis always says, pursue your dreams. Care about what you care about. Let go of things if they're not that important. Love people. Care about people. Make work fun. Make work fun. And uh, and yeah, I think that uh, wraps it up. We'll see you guys in two weeks. <laughs>